0: G'day, best How are you? Yeah, we're feeling it. We're, we're feeling, it. feeling it. Yeah, we are. We're feeling we're feeling good. Are you... Um, what are you, what are you like on the days leading up to the first test here? Because it's very exciting.
1: Well, it, it's a busy time because I've got to try and make uh, notes about a West Indies side who I've seen a few of them play but uh, who aren't household names, I suppose, but uh, pretty well performed in the past uh, you know, three or four months. They've had a couple of test victories and it's a matter of just... Having a look at the stats and, um, and recapping on all the things that you have to remember. And the other important thing is trying to understand the changes to the rules or the laws of cricket that have been made this year yeah. and uh, trying to come to grips with those in case we get faced with a, uh, with a curly one at some stage during the chess match. All right. Let's so,
0: ask a curly one yeah, right what now. Are they? What, are,
1: what, what are the ones <laughs> you've seen so far in your study? Um, I haven't had a close look, but I think you can all find them on the internet. Now, the one, the interesting one I find is the uh, one where a batsman has been given out in the past by, you know, he's had his bat in the ground, run out, uh, and lifted the bat, and the bales have been taken off, and he's yeah. been given run out or stumped in those circumstances, but now that's changed. Once the uh, bat is in the ground, you uh, are deemed to have uh, made your ground rather than... Uh, if you jump out of the way of a ball that's coming in, or something along those lines, so that's that's a good start. I've, uh, I've come to grips with that one. Abusing the umpires—that's going to cop a, uh, a few uh, penalties, and no headbutting apparently. Yeah. Oh, come on! It's gone soft. What about broken arms? Broken arms—that's not against regulations, unless unless of course they're done in an aggressive and um, you know violent manner by a player to a player rather than using a cricket ball. So we've got
0: Lockie Ferguson on our program in about an hour from now, Wads. He's in to cover for Tim Southey, who's unlikely to play. And then, of course, you've got Tom Blundell to come in to, to wicket keep because BJ Watling is still injured. Are they, are they big changes or really, I guess, additions that shouldn't take away from what should be a Black Caps team expected to win?
1: Yeah, I think that they're just um, covering all bases in their squad and, and the lucky Ferguson one, of course, uh, whether or not he would play will be interesting. He's just had a game against them in Christchurch and did reasonably well apart from the first innings when the bowlers took a bit of a hammering. Uh, Tom Blundell was quite clearly going to become the next keeper and BJ Watling sadly is again put out by injury it's not the first time that he's uh, had that issue to deal with and I think it's just getting the New Zealand squad together 13 14 players or so that uh, you know are spending a lot of time together and although we're not playing a lot of test matches this summer this is the way this summer has started at home for uh, New Zealand side with a test match against the uh, West Indies uh, you, you mentioned New Zealand expected to and Yes, they are, but you've also got to consider that you don't want to dismiss West Indies too lightly. They've won a couple of test matches in the last couple of months. They beat England in England, uh, and they had impressive performance in Craig Brathwaite and uh, Shea Hope both getting centuries in that game. In fact, Hope got a century in both innings. So they come to New Zealand with uh, a reasonably good recent record, and New Zealand will not want to dismiss them too easily.
0: Ferguson five for sixty-seven. Would he expect? Would would you expect him to play, or is he likely to carry the drinks come Friday?
1: No, I think he's probably likely to be left out unless they want uh, the genuine pace that uh, he brings. Uh, they've got options uh, open to them within the side, and uh, you know they could quite easily uh, use uh, Matt Henry. I presume he's still in the uh, the mix for the New Zealand side. I didn't uh, uh, quite. Find out whether he was uh, fit or not, but he's down in the in the squad, so um, he may take the, the new ball if Southie's not there. But, you know, it's pace issue and what they suspect from the Basin Reserve. And let's face it, wickets have been falling in the first couple of days in the early part of this season, and they've had some short first class games. So, you know, he's it, certainly a genuine option. Well, I mean, would you play him? Would he, would he make the Brian Waddle 11 for this game? Probably not, but uh, I haven't had a final look at the pitch. I think I think they've got the experienced players there. They've got Bolt, they've got Wagner, they've got Santner. Uh, they're going to use uh, Colin de Grandhome I would imagine, just to strengthen up the batting if they can in the middle order. And uh, therefore, I would uh, probably include uh, Henry. But, uh, you know... He, 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 he wouldn't be uh, a, a real uh, outsider. He's, he's got a good chance, but I, d- I don't think that I would pick him at this stage. Brian Waddle with us on
0: your Radio Sport Breakfast 7.16. Hey, Waddle, oh, the first test, England, Aust- Australia, and, and the Aussies win comfortably by 10 wickets. Do you, as, did you see enough there to think that's a precursor for the rest of the series or not?
1: Yeah, I think it is. Um, I always had a look at the two t- two sides in this uh, test series, and and thought to myself that it was going to be a battle between uh, Smith and Warner and uh, the Englishman Root and Cook, and neither of the Englishmen looked very good with the bat. I, I see them as two very strong bowling sides, and the capability is there in terms of their bowling. But unless you score runs, unless your top players stand up as uh, Smith did in the first innings and Warner did in the second innings, you're always going to struggle against uh, the Australians in their own territory. I know that Gabba is not an ideal place for sides to start uh, a test series, but that Gabba pitch was very much unlike. A, a pitch that they have there in the past, where they're normally bouncy and, and plenty of pace. I know that the temperatures get pretty warm for sides playing the first game there, but it's it's really um, you know an Australian pitch to uh, to be wary of. But it, it didn't have that real fire in it early on, and uh, England really succumbed to uh, the pace attack and they succumbed to the short ball. So I think that they're going to be on a bit of a hiding to nothing. And and, uh, Jonathan Agnew said in a column yesterday something along the lines of unless they fix their problems, they're going to have a very long, arduous tour of Australia.
0: Well, they could be facing very fast, short bowling of uh, a pink ball at twilight now, which uh, that that sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, that's going to be uh, very demanding. And, of course, that uh, day-night scenario is uh, is also a very difficult one. Then they've got to go to the bouncy uh, Perth pitch to play as well. And uh, the Australian bowlers, if they stay fit, are going to be very dangerous in, in terms of the home conditions.
0: Hey, uh, cheers, Stokesy. Good work. Okay, mate.
1: Eddie. Well, he called me Bearstow
0: to kick Yeah, keep